What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 140, this week featuring my guests Matt and Joel from Science Penguin. They are an instrumental rock duo from Germantown, Maryland. I featured their song Octopus Punch on this episode. They have a big show coming up uh, tonight at the 8x10 in Baltimore, Maryland with Big Scary Indian and Modern Fuzz. Uh, music starts at 8 p.m. and I think the tickets are around 20 bucks. But uh, yeah, we had a pretty fun conversation about uh, what they've been up to lately, as well as their recording process and uh, their other random affinities. So if you are friends or fans of theirs, uh, hopefully you enjoy the episode. I will put the links to their stuff below in the episode notes, wherever you may be listening. But uh, yeah. Um, regardless of where you're listening from, thanks for doing so. I uh, definitely appreciate you helping out uh, local indie music and uh, all that stuff. And of course, hopefully you're doing okay and uh, staying positive as best you can and uh, grinding it out. Um, feel free to subscribe or follow or rate the podcast, all that stuff on whatever you're listening to it through Apple, Spotify. Google and uh, the usual spots. Um, in personal news and notes, I will be uh, playing guitar at uh, Dick's Halfway Inn, Giggity, uh, Saturday night. I believe that show was 8 to midnight. I'll be with the Big Laird Band playing uh, all your favorite uh, classic rock and 90s tunes, stuff like that. Uh, Sunday, I will be playing as the Hollow Truce acoustically at uh, Monica Sea Brewery out in Fred Neck. It'll be uh, 2 to 5 p.m. Should be a good time. And then uh, last two things I got to mention. Uh, Part-time Rockstar Productions is up and operational uh, for all your music video needs or uh, live shooting. You can handle whatever you got. And then uh, Truly Strings is the sponsor of this show. Truly Strings is on Instagram. It's a guitar shop where I take all my gear to. Steven is the dude who runs it, and you can find it at Truly Strings on Instagram. So, yeah, I will uh, stop talking now and get to the conversation with Matt and Joel from Science Penguin. Rockstar Podcast, hosted kind of out of the Baltimore area, DMV sort of deal. Um, I forgot to double check to see if you guys were from the area or uh, from beyond. Um, So I guess I'll just start with that. Yeah, we're from Germantown. Okay, cool. Germantown, Maryland. I am literally headed there later today. Oh, nice. What for? Top golf. Nice. Oh yeah, that place is fun, man. Buddy's birthday. That, nice. Yeah, that's literally right around the corner from you, Matt. Isn't yeah. 
Yeah, it's like right down the street. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'll, I can bring some t-shirts, man. They're still in my trunk from the weekend, so let me know. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I, can drop, I can drop one off. Absolutely. Uh, I do them for the show and, and stuff like that, as well as the band thing and everything else. Uh, just spent like, I want to say 12 or 13 hours singing this weekend, so I'm just happy that like my voice is still working, but we got the, <laughs> the hot tea going and all that. <laughs> So absolutely. Yeah, there you go. That's, um, a, that's a lot of hours to be singing. Yeah, singing for my supper, dancing for my dollar, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Um <laughs> a little column A, a little column B. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I guess kind of on that note, on the singing note, um, from what I noticed of your guys' stuff on Spotify, it is instrumental, right? Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yep. I didn't like miss something there. <laughs> right. yeah sometimes you never know sometimes bands are like half instrumental or you mm-hmm. know what i mean and then uh i'll miss like a track or two but but yeah uh, how long have you guys been at it and all that stuff um so we've been doing sign penguin for six a little over six years i think yeah um yeah we we, we started getting together for this band the like early 2016 mm-hmm. um and that's kind of when science penguin became a thing yeah it's cool you got the uh the old blue check mark on uh spotify which uh always helps you know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um any particular rationale for the uh the band name or just kind of a something fun <laughs> um it was from a meme yeah and then that's literally like the entire there's, there's no other like caveats or anything i just saw <laughs> on the internet and yeah. i was like that that's a good band name let's do that <laughs> and then we just decided to roll with it yeah i liked your uh recent uh meme of uh your stranger things meme on uh <laughs> on instagram it's pretty good it's been going ham on those i know yeah. well, people like memes so you know, it's funny. I haven't even seen Stranger Things, so um, oh, really? I have no, I like, have no context as to what that even is. Like, not even uh, season one. Maybe like one or two episodes, like a while ago. But yeah, I've, I've never yeah. really sat and consistently watched it at all. Dude, you're missing out. Stranger Things is. Dope. I know. I know. I know. Like, especially it, this this last season was pretty yeah. wild yeah. in particular. Yeah, it was good. Like it, it's not even for any particular reason. Just, I just never got around to it. And well, we're not yeah, now we're, we're not dogging it, man. Season. It's probably healthier <laughs> not to watch TV if you can. But I mean, um, I mean, I watch plenty of other things. But I just haven't gotten to that one yet. Yeah. Well, definitely check it out. It's the reason Metallica's topping the charts again. Apparently, <laughs> freaking apparently, yeah. Eddie, Eddie Munson <laughs> crushing the uh, Master of Puppets riff, which incidentally is like. My favorite like warm up riff, I feel like on guitar, you know, gets all the fingers going. It's that chromatic nice. deal. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was like, yes, that and apparently BC Rich guitars have now gone up from like you know the hundred dollar shitty guitars are now like three hundred bucks, which is kind of funny. <laughs> and still shitty. <laughs> and still shitty. Yes. But, <laughs> so if you're if you're currently sitting on a BC Rich guitar, uh, it might be time to sell. Just saying, it's not going to get any yeah. higher than this. Nope. Sell it while you can. We're in a bubble. Exactly. I'm just glad he wasn't playing a Dean. 
because that's my kind of go-to metal guitar for yeah. sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, maybe on that note, we could kind of talk about like your influences a little bit that kind of led to the project in its current form, or maybe you know in its uh, genesis form. You know how you guys came together, what bands you're listening to, or maybe what uh, musical backgrounds you've come from. Yeah, for sure. Um, so for me, I um, like I'm I'm a metal drummer. Cool. Um, so like top three drummers: Matt Halpern of Periphery, uh, Travis Orban of uh, Darkest Hour, and Matt Garska of uh, Animals as Leaders. That's um, badass. Yeah, those dudes are like my my influences but um you know for for our music it's a, a lot of intervals i feel like yeah. um for for uh also some chan as well in there um mm -hmm. listen a lot to like some other math rock bands like nephily and um some other ones like that it's pretty What's dope yeah. i just talked to uh matt schleibaum not too long ago Oh yeah, from, uh, Darkest Hour. Yeah, on here. Hell yeah, he's kind of a atomic music legend. If you know, oh, yeah. atomic and College Park. Uh huh. Oh, so for sure. Rolls through there to this day every once in a while, I guess, and just you know buys guitars and all that shit. So he was he yeah. was fun to talk to. He that's he awesome. De definitely didn't let me get a word in edgewise, which was fine. I was just like, <laughs> uh, you got stories, man. So just go, and I'm just gonna press record, and I'm gonna sit here quietly. Oh yeah, those dudes yeah. are awesome. Yeah, that's cool. And then, uh, what about you, uh, Joel? Um, so for me, like, definitely, definitely, Con. Um, that's a big one for me. Like the the Fall of Troy, um, the Contortionist. Uh, just a lot of like the prog instrumental stuff. Um, or just you know, kind of the weird prog rock type yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dream the Theater, all that stuff. Um, yeah, I actually was never a big Dream Theater fan, but kind of that that vein of stuff. I was. Yeah, um, yeah you were. Mm -hmm. I, I was a John, Dream Theater. I think John Petrucci made me quit guitar for about a month at one point. <laughs> I yeah, I think you became to a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I think I just threw in the towel after I tried to learn one of those records. Him and Steve Vai, yeah. they've always frustrated me to this day. With, uh, but anyway, yeah. um, you guys got what three people maybe in the band or four? What how's the lineup go? Just two of us uh, right so now. Just certainly two. just the two of us. Um, uh, do you do it that way been... live as well? Assuming mm -hmm. you play yeah. live. Yeah. So you just got yep. tracks and everything going. Um, so we just started doing that actually. Um, we before would just play guitar and drums called a day um but with the recording of our new record we um got the bass parts so that we could actually play them to a backing track gotcha when we play live yeah we've we've done that approximately one time <laughs> as of right now <laughs> but yeah. everything worked and everything went good so uh -huh. you know at least for the foreseeable future, I think we're going to be using like the bass backing track because it's, it's kind of fun and definitely changes the whole dynamic for us. Absolutely. Word. Well, uh, looks like you, what, uh, I've got a big show coming up at the eight by 10. Is that uh, Thursday, July 21st? Yep. Yep. Sick. That is 
cool. Got a couple um, other people with, on the bill as well. Modern Fuzz and Big Scary Indian. Yeah, so Modern Fuzz are uh, they're some good friends of ours from the Baltimore area. Gotcha. Uh, and so we've played with them a number of times. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, usually in Baltimore, and then we just played with them uh, on the first at our album release show down in uh, Frederick, Maryland. Um, they came out and hung out with us, and that was a good time. Always a good time with those guys. Those guys are a lot of fun. Yeah. I'll check them out. Their music's wild, too. Yeah. Have you played the 8x10 before? We have not. No, this is uh, this is the first time. We've played Baltimore a number of times, but never at the 8x10. Yeah. That's still on my list as well. Um, but I haven't quite made it. Supposed to play Soundstage yesterday, but my voice was just not hanging. I had like two or three gigs anyway so it's like <laughs> um but, gotta rest the muscles yep so cool we got that on the agenda you know uh show coming up it's always good what else is uh slated on the docket anything uh, exciting like either recording or maybe uh i know i mentioned video to you guys possibly an email but anything like that um so we we just had our album release and we spent a whole lot of time recording that um in the first half of this year so right now we're kind of not doing a whole lot we've got a we got a couple shows that are that are coming up that we'll be putting out there um hopefully this week sometime um but you know kind of just kind of just taking it easy a little bit yeah Um, well cool then recording uh... is Let's back recording was then. a lot of okay yeah 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 recording was a lot of work we put a lot of time into that you know we yeah, started months. back in january and it took like five months to record that and it was just a lot so it's kind of nice to like relax a little bit yeah man well we can definitely talk about that process a little bit either uh where you recorded it or who you recorded with if you want to you know give them a shout out or we could talk about uh, who comes up with your song titles, because, you know, I have a few questions, <laughs> uh, needless to say. So, um, I don't know, maybe just start with that. Um, so we actually recorded at um, Mystery Ton Studios with Kenny Eaton. Um, and, yeah. you know, it was, a, like Joel was saying, it was a long process, but it was a fun process. Um, he is definitely, like very knowledgeable of the recording process and like the things that go into making a record sound good which was nice because uh the previous records we did ourselves and that's why they don't sound as good (laughs) because we're not you know like we don't record music for a living (laughs) it's not what we do but um it was uh yeah it was a really cool experience um it was a lot of fun to work with him yeah yeah it was it was a lot of fun and it was it was just cool to work with somebody who actually knows what they're doing instead of, you know, us being a couple of idiots bumbling our way through trying to record an album and YouTubing how to do half the shit. So, um, yeah, it's just a lot more liberating creatively when you don't have to worry about the technical side of things, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, like that, not having to worry about whether or not it's going to sound good or, or anything like you can yeah. kind of just lock in on what you're doing and 
And then, like, I've noticed, you know, if you got a good friend or a producer working with you, they just become another member of the band, you know, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, if they're passionate about what they're doing, then, you know, it's great. Absolutely. And it was nice. Kenny actually did, um, like, the guitar, not the guitar, the bass um, tracks for us. He, um, like, sat with Joel for what was it like five or six sessions um and like and like um adapted and rewrote the uh bass parts that we had um and then recorded them for us nice so this turned out really well that's what's up Hmm. um who spawned uh or who uh who had an acid trip and came up with uh please don't feed hallucinogens to the alligators (laughs) oh that one like our name actually came from a meme um there's a like this there was a picture of like a sign somewhere i don't know where it is but it was just like um it said that please don't feed hallucinogens the alligators and it's like i need to know the story behind this like there's got to be some crazy something crazy to happen (laughs) probably some hippie down in florida dropped his acid in the yep. you know gator tank Probably. or something yeah i and i'm also just terrified thinking about alligators on acid yeah. <laughs> you know, like this just either they're just sitting there staring like not sure what's going on or they're freaking out and they're just running at anybody and everybody <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they just go belly up and become like docile like a dog or something yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I would not be surprised though if it was a Florida man thing. Yeah, I, I could see that happening in Florida easily. You know, a Joe Dirt sort of character. You know? <laughs> yeah, uh, having a little bit too much fun at the zoo. Yep. Yeah. Well, that, I, sh- I shouldn't even say Joe Dirt. I should say freaking the uh, the Tiger King type of dude. Oh, true. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. god. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when that was a fucking fad? Oh. Well, that's the thing. I think in uh, I think there's still a big tiger zoo. It probably has Mm -hmm. gators too, and all that in uh, Myrtle Beach. Um, It was one of the people from the show. I think he still got it going down there. Mm. Yeah, I think it. I think so. Well, yeah. All right, and then of course eating plastic so turtles don't have to. It's another good one. (laughs) That one you can thank Joel for. Yeah, I don't. I don't even remember where that came from. It was, it was honestly, it was something about like Mitch McConnell and how he looked like a turtle, and then it kind of evolved mm. from there. Um, I don't. I don't remember exactly where that came from, but I just assumed it was about microplastics. But it was, it was probably part of that too. <laughs> yeah, apparently, like eighty percent of McDonald's and fast food has like you know a high level of microplastic content in it which is fun but um yeah i guess like how it probably doesn't matter or it's probably not related but is are the titles at all inspiring to the music or the is it more just like come up with a track or an idea and just slap a title on it afterward yeah pretty much we don't you know there's no there's no lyrics or anything there's no real like story per se that's going on so most of the most of the time, um, 
the the track is done and then we'll be sitting around talking about it after the fact and then we'll we'll go through our list of really dumb shit that could end up as a song name (laughs) and kind of just pick one (laughs) um so that's kind of how that ends up do you guys listen to a lot of instrumental music i mean i know you mentioned some influences but like uh your day to day do you find you listen to stuff like that because like personally i feel like i only really listen to it if i'm like maybe studying or maybe sometimes driving um or maybe like if i'm cooking actually cooking is probably the number one time i'd probably listen to instrument music more than uh other stuff i guess yeah that's fair um i i feel like i listen to it about as often as i listen to music with vocals as well i mean i listen yeah. to both um i mean periphery is my favorite metal band um i love like red-handed denial uh like bands like that but um i also listen to a lot of instrumental like there's this one band called one decade olympus uh lent to color mm-hmm. like um you know i'm just listening to like i think it's a pretty even mix of like instrumental music versus not yeah yeah i think it's it's pretty even for me as well um I mean, I, I enjoy a lot of instrumental music, but I probably listen to, you know, an equal amount or more of music with vocals as well. Yeah. And then, of course, the ulti- the ultimate question for every instrumental band is, uh, have you ever dabbled with getting a singer? Or would you? Or is it strictly no? <laughs> well, we actually had one um, for a little while. Um, and then... Um, we moved away from having vocals and writing yeah. music that was a little more intricate. And I feel like, gotcha. you know, the, the music that we write, I feel like would drive a singer insane Fair enough. <laughs> trying to like figure out what even <laughs> to do with it. So um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it would have to be, if we, if we did ever decide to go with getting a vocalist, we would have to like change some of the stuff that we write to make it a little yeah. bit easier. Are you guys uh, fans of Biffy Clyro at all? I know the name, but I don't know that I've ever listened to it. That's the yeah, truly, well, first of all, I, I always kind of have to give them a little stroke because like, they're like one of my favorite living bands, but um, also like they're the only band I know of that could be, like, you can take away their vocals. Um, and they're just as interesting to listen to, like song-wise. And um, I don't know, like what's going on schizophrenically, like in their head, but like it just works so beautifully. Like two of them, it's basically a trio, and two of the members are twins, so they got some weird telepathic thing going on there. <clears throat> but and, and then and Simon's a singer, and definitely got a touch of something wild going on in there but like it's really cool how they can meld these crazy time signatures and guitar riffs and stuff into like fundamentally a simple pop song or pop rock really and then they do get super heavy as well but their hits i guess you could say are like basically trending towards top 40 but there's just weird shit going on in the background that to the layman's listener you certainly wouldn't hardly even notice which I find awesome. Yeah, I I always appreciate when a band can do a lot of different things. Yeah, I, absolutely. I think that's kind of cool. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think it's really cool when they can like incorporate different styles and stuff and make it sound good and not sound forced. Yeah, for sure. Also, to put you guys in touch, maybe with one of my friends' bands, uh, Taylor Polynomial. Oh, uh, we know them. Oh, you do? Sick. So you yeah. know Walter yeah. and uh, Damien? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We've, awesome. played, we've played a few shows with them. Okay. Then maybe that's how we came across each other. I don't remember. I, I don't really remember either, but I, did you did you do an episode with them? I did. And I still see Walter all the time at Jailbreak. Okay. So, yeah, I think maybe, yeah, that might have been he, where, where... He might have mentioned found. you then? Yeah, maybe. I, don't know. I can't keep track, honestly, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm closer to <laughs> like... <laughs> 100 and, 150 episodes and uh yeah, like you'd, you'd have to put like a serial killer map board up on the wall to like i just imagine the, like, with the yarn attached to it yeah like the to, charlie like, day meme where you're just like yeah this is how i know <laughs> all these different people <laughs> like i can't explain it <laughs> but <laughs> that that is my life on this thing i guess <laughs> um i mean that's dope though yeah it's, it's cool that fun, you're, you've, you've been doing this for so long and uh you've had gotten a chance to meet with so many people yeah it's it's fun uh like i said kind of tying those strings together sometimes too you know and you find out who you know and i don't know it's just about building the culture building the community building the thing like just absolutely trying yeah. to you know get people's music out there one small podcast stream at a time i suppose i don't know well we appreciate you for it yeah appreciate you guys coming on um i do have the uh the poor man's version of zoom so it kicks you off after 40 minutes so uh i'm getting the uh the 10 minute warning here so sometimes what i like to do is like um Obviously, if there's something like pressing that I didn't ask you about and you want to just talk about, then by all means, um, bring that up. But I could also do like what I call my rapid fire segment to wind things down, which is like kind of a series of just arbitrary, not political, not scary questions just to get to know you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that works. Yeah, that works. Yeah, all right, cool. Uh, Rapid fire, number one, um, Xbox or PlayStation or Nintendo? Uh, PC, play, PlayStation. PC, PlayStation, PC, cool. Uh, beer or weed or neither? Both. <laughs> See that? That's the normal answer for, I think for most, but maybe yeah. uh, neither or neither. All right, uh, Jameson or Jack or something else? Jameson. Jameson for um, sure for me. Jameson, yeah. yeah, that's the usual one. I'm always a little surprised by that because I grew up drinking Jack. I guess I'm just like a redneck or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, dogs or cats? Dogs. Both. Both. Yeah. I mean, really, either, but dogs. Yeah. iPhone or Android? Android. Android. Um, black coffee or frou-frou coffee, like fancy coffee? Uh, black coffee. V8 energy drinks, actually. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. On that kick? Nice. Yeah, I uh, never got into coffee. Yeah, I still can't stand the taste of it. 
Yeah, I'm, I recently quit all forms of caffeine in the last like year, but I still enjoy the taste of coffee. I don't know, because I just drink decaf. Um, let's go with uh, pancakes or waffles. Pancakes. Waffles. Ooh, nice split. Ocean or mountains? <laughs> mountains. Ocean. Oh, got another split. Guess you guys aren't Ooh. traveling together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beatles or Zeppelin? Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Uh, Lady Gaga or Taylor Swift? Oh, Gaga for sure. Uh, yeah, Gaga. No question. Uh, no question. <laughs> cool. Well, don't have to fight you on that one. I definitely go Zepp and Gaga. Um, Brad Pitt or George Clooney? Ooh. Mm. That's a tough one. Uh, I think Clooney. Yeah, yeah. Clooney, I think, yeah. I always just think Fight Club, I guess. So I don't know. Mm, mm-hmm. But I was thinking um, Fight Club, Burn After Reading. Did mm. you ever see that movie? It was like super weird. I didn't. I I wouldn't. I mean, if you're gonna yeah. smoke some weed and watch it and like laugh your ass off at how nothing makes sense, then go for it. But like, yeah, it's a weird ass <laughs> movie. Yeah. Never even heard of that. Yeah. Well, these days I remember I it came out in theaters. And I uh, saw it, and I was just like, the whole time, like, what the fuck is even happening? Yeah. In some ways, I kind of miss those days. I feel like a lot of movies that come out now, it's like, no no risks are being taken. At least in the mainstream, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah. But um, I'm sure there's still good indie movies that I can't find, maybe. I don't know. Um, TV or sex? TV with sex? Okay, that works. <laughs> No, we yeah. usually pause the TV sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what would be your favorite sport, I guess, that you either watch or maybe even play? Soccer. Soccer? Um, I've played soccer for 13 years. And I'm actually coaching soccer at my school starting this year. Hell yeah. I played soccer for a long time as a kid, but eventually branched over to hockey. Nice. Yeah, I would, I would say uh, football and hockey. Yeah. I like soccer, but I don't I don't watch it that much. But I played for a long time also. I love that it's the only sport without commercials, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Which is well, true. Which is great when you compare American football, which has a total <laughs> <Yeah>. of <laughs> nine and a half minutes of actual players moving compared to four hours of people talking and commercials. Yep. Which is like yeah. kind of mind numbing. <laughs> but uh yeah, Merca. Um <laughs> I don't know, I'll just end it with something else random, like uh coolest place you've been to. Yeah, maybe traveled somewhere. Outside the country, inside the country, whatever. Um for me I think it was the Cliffs of Moore in Ireland. Sick. Uh, um, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Yeah. Nice. Didn't uh, run into too many uh, lady boys, hopefully, right? In the back rooms. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, dude, yeah, I have a sad story in the way about the Cliffs of Moore, in the way that basically it's a very short story. We just got too drunk. It didn't make it. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we, just, we, we couldn't get out, out of the damn 
bars, man. It was yeah, kind of, kind of <laughs> pathetic. Like when we got when we got to the airport, like I don't know, like I had haggled the uh, rental guys down for a car, like mm. to dirt cheap, like almost to nothing. And then my friends were like, "Nah, we don't want anybody driving." You know, like we're gonna be too right. drunk. And I was like, "We can not be drunk for like a day or like right. half a day." <laughs> And right. like drive over there. And it only needs to be one of us. It doesn't need to be right. all of us. <laughs> yeah, like, somebody can make that sacrifice. <laughs> right, I was willing to do it, but they were like fighting me on it. And they were like, we should just take the bus. And I was just like, I, I don't know. I regret definitely not having got that car because I wanted to go to the cliffs. You're talking about, I'm sure it was awesome. Oh, they were super cool. And I got to see the one from start, from Harry Potter. Nice. Remember, remember the the scene that I'm talking about where uh, it was in Half Blood Prince when Dumbledore and Harry apparated on top of that one cliff, and then it like zooms out, and it was like this massive fucking rock behind yeah. this massive fucking cliff with waves crashing and everything. So I got That's to awesome. see the one that they actually filmed that on. The cliffs of more wild though. Yeah, it was just like you feel like you're standing on the end of the world. Yeah. Well, if I ever go back over there to Dublin or anywhere else, I'm definitely going to actually get a car next time. Yeah. So I don't get should. stuck inside the Willy Wonka Guinness factory or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> the Guinness factory, the Jameson distillery. Yeah. Like all of those places. <laughs> God, I just saw the inside of a pub for whatever it was. Although it was like Patty's Day. It was Patty's Day weekend. So I was like, oh, okay. what else are you going to do? I mean, I don't know. That's, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um that's what we were there for so it is what it is zoom's gonna kick me off in a minute i think this is partially my fault because it's a 40 minute window but i think i started like 10 minutes late into the window so um i can either send you a new quick invite or we can kind of just quickly call this a wrap i mean i don't really care um what are you feeling uh, well, I gotta I'll get back to work. Okay. Slack it off. But, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So, yeah. We made this far. The song that you're hearing in the background is called Octopus Punch. It is on Spotify. It is by Science Penguin. You can definitely check that out wherever you like to listen to music. Go to the show tonight if you are friends and fans of theirs. The 8x10 in Baltimore is a great venue. And, uh, yeah, can't make it. I'm sure they got more shit coming up. So, have a good day.